This is Incisive Decisive. Incisive Decisive. Incisive Decisive. Dentistry. Ethics. Philosophy. Colin, we're back again. It's Incisive Decisive. What have we been doing? Um, well, obviously, it's only minutes since we recorded the last um, license because nobody understands what the recording schedule is like. <laughs> that is actually weeks and weeks. So I think we did record some other episodes, but I've slept since then and I can't remember what we said. So today we are recording in between the release of episode three on leadership and four. episode four on dun, the dun, GDC. Dun. Um, and we thought it'd be nice to give you a little bit of an update on um, what's happened since we've done our recordings, because um, we've had some feedback from you now. Um, spoiler alert, it's all been disappointingly positive. Yeah, but there's clearly that's what people type, but what they're saying oh, in the background will be terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. They just won't be no, so, it to our now, face. So um, it's not all been uh, disappointingly positive. My mother has listened. Right. My mother has lambasted me for swearing so much. Uh, sorry, Mum. Sorry, Mum. What's sorry. your mum's name? Dorothy. So, Dorothy, I'm really sorry. It sorry. was all. It was Sean. It was mainly me. <laughs> um, apparently, you've got a lovely voice, according to my I mother. Have, in, my mother-in-law. And I'm and I'm very handsome. <laughs> yes. Um, Dorothy. Hopefully, we'll you know a pass will cross. <laughs> I'll bring us to the next ball. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Promises. So, um, so what else has been happening? Well, there's been limited feedback from my wife because she still doesn't know that we do this. Oh, good. Um, so, so I'm wait. like the You're third like wheel. Yeah. yeah, but basically the podcast will stop as soon as she finds okay. out. So <laughs> it's a social experiment to see how long it takes for it to get to. Um, and um, what have we been doing? Well, mostly since the last since the last recording session, mostly Sean's been editing the GDC episode um, for legal reasons. <laughs> We had seventeen hours of content that we've had to get down to half an hour. It's all right. I'll um, I'll bleep out the names of the people that are going to sue us. We're fine. That's essentially <laughs> it'll still sue us. Um, and and otherwise, just generally been living the dream oh, of um, of 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 you know dental podcasters. Dental. Do you know what? It's amazing. And uh, and 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 you know the 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 sort of the wave of fame. <laughs> Um, that has hit us has been like a microwave has been absolutely <laughs> underwhelming um so um so yeah uh, uh, we ha- i tell you, you haven't you haven't looked at the stats in depth we have quite a nice american contingent really yeah we know we do yeah we have we have uh, a small new zealand and australian contingent hello to our listeners in norway oh hello We've norway one or two hungarian people maybe they're the ones that are, uh, are getting dent- people to come over and get 50 implants done and and um, you know, mega white crowns. Well, I don't. Would well, you know if you told me that, I would have learned how to say hello in Hungarian before the podcast. Next time, next time, So, any from China? Not yet. I'm not sure. I don't actually. know. If I, we don't, can. I know. I don't think we get stats from China because you know, yeah, because it's special China. internet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I've got to say hello to Alan Mead, good old Alan. Yes. From the Dental do you know Hats what? I, I know that you had some contact with Alan, but if. But that was that was like the best thing that happened for a while was to get that heads up from Alan to get the intro from Alan. That's that's epic. We um we are trying to sort out a dental hacks incisive decisive crossover episode at some point. That's going to be complicated to do because of our schedules. Um, <laughs> Alan records every week, I think, right, okay. but we are just. Yeah, clearly uh, though, not uh, Clearly though, for the opportunity to do that, I would you know drop 
everything and, and my family and everything. Oh. You know, just just been and go and go straight into There's that. A, I have my chase for approval. I haven't mentioned this to you yet. There is a um, a little conference in America called the Voices of Dentistry. All right. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll do that next year, maybe, Alan. If you want to uh, add us onto the schedule, yeah, yeah, we'll you know we'll come know. over. I mean, first class plane Obviously. tickets for both of us. That'd yeah, be we, nice. first class plane tickets, but we only need one seat. We're quite close, <laughs> and those seats are and quite if you, big. If you need to do, um, work out which one's which, I'm the one with the hair. <laughs> <laughs> All the hair. I've got enough hair for both. Of yeah, us, definitely. Yeah, that, he's, he's growing his hair to, so he can pass it on to me in a surrogate fashion. I have I have two sets of uh, very exciting news. One that I can't tell you yet um but that will come in uh, hopefully a few weeks few months but that's going to allow me to do a little bit more work on the podcast and more blogging stuff um but also uh, the paper that i um have had submitted to the bdj is going to be published yay um i don't know when uh, i haven't got a date probably march april time i think it's quite a long lead time yeah on, usually it takes yeah. a few months yeah, yeah. Um, soon enough yeah that's good um uh, something i think the title is is then see the orphaned field of medicine examining uh, an ethical examination of evidence-based dentistry or something it trips like off the tongue oh, it's, uh, it's, the um so while we're humble bragging about our research yeah, yeah, all yeah, right yeah, yeah. Uh, we won the poster prize last friday at the british hygienist conference oh, so nice. anna who uh is one of our dental nurses at the practice uh so karen is quite involved with the british dental hygienist stuff but anna who's one of the nurses at our practice presented that poster prize uh and won and oh, um and which is which and there were quite a lot of clinicians presented that and various things and it was about the uh, hygiene uh, maintenance stuff around implants and how it makes implants work better and for longer and it was from practice and it was epic and we won a vase which was very nice which was engraved and a 500 pound Amazon voucher 500 pounds yes. is that for the practice yes. or is that okay yeah yeah that's going to be going to buy something for the practice that's going to buy that we never had. another fridge to put all your diet coke in absolutely yeah I'm going to put my diet coke fridge <laughs> no no I'm not allowed I'm not allowed an input into what we buy because it's only my practice so um so yeah so so do you know what so we are we are walking the talk eh? oh, not geez. only are we high level dental um, dental educators, uh, stroke entertainers, stroke researchers, but we're also high-level podcasters. So honestly, if, if I had an Instagram feed, which I don't, it would be gorgeous. Yeah, I do have an Instagram feed. Um, I haven't posted in about a year, and it's all dog pictures, if I do. Right, okay. Literally that, that, gets all the most, dog that gets the most response on yeah, social media. Yeah. Dog pictures and pictures of children. My wife will con- every day will send me a, a, an Instagram post of some golden retrievers. It's very nice. I love it. Um, but that is the only only oh, thing okay. I can see of any okay. value of Instagram. Yeah, I'm, but, um, I'm not sure that constitutes as value. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Okay. And we do have an Instagram slash Facebook slash social media episode coming up not in the not too distant future. So oh, is that one not gone yet? No, I've no, lost no, that's, time. that's after the GDC doom and gloom. And we'll talk about the GDC uh, at some point again in the future. Uh, what, in every podcast? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I'll try not to. No, well. Excellent. So that's um, that's us. That's what we're doing. I'll probably tack on something that we were talking about a little bit early on to the end of this. Um, but we'll see you again for the next episode of Incisive Decisive.
<laughs> I'm actually recording for the stars. The, 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 thing, the thing that I'm interested in is truth. But the more I think about it, the less I think there is actually a truth, a subjective truth. Because tr what is truth? Truth is defined by facts, and facts are completely objective. Uh -huh. So how can you find a, a truth when the only way that we can interpret the facts that tell us what is true is affected by all our biases and the way that we look at things? So I was saying, I said this yesterday when we were having this quite in-depth conversation about moral subjectivity and universalism and all this like, stuff that was just, because uh, we'd just done our presentations, it's really yeah. heavy. And um, one, of the, one of the people I work with just was just saying, yeah, that's fine. I can see the point where, where you're coming from with that. But how does that tie in with your real thrust for evidence-based dentistry? I was like, you know what? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. But I've, since then, I have thought about it because I am the kind of person that thinks about that overnight. And, I, and actually, does that truth actually, what does it mean? There's probably, when you're doing evidence-based uh, treatment, there's a, a range of truth, isn't there? Yeah. And as long as you hit that range of truth, as yeah. long as you get the best kind of truth you're doing the right thing and then in the future you can narrow that that wide range of truth down to a, a better version of truth but it's just it's the whole concept of the destination and the journey so you're never going yeah. to get to the, to practice or to try to practice in an evidence-based way um, and which facilitates the best outcome for the patient in consultation and discussion with the patient is to be in the right direction. Yeah. So first of all, we have to turn the oil tank around. Right? Yeah, so, absolutely, yeah. So what we're trying to do with evidence-based practice is to turn the oil tank around. But over the last few weeks, I, it would be easy to just become, to fall into a dark place and go, this is, this is impossible. Right? Because the discussions that I was having with the implant company, with the people from industry in the last few weeks, just made me think that, Sometimes that I'm wasting my time because the because the all the stuff that we do is completely trumped by the chase for profit. Absolutely. And there's a there was a, a paper I saw a week or two ago showing implant success rates uh, and funding models. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And, <clears throat> and so so if, if the company funds it, they do yeah, much better than exactly. The and, we, and then you're thinking, yeah, obviously. <clears throat> but then, but look, we we live in a world where. Um, where the, the major drug companies were implicated in China with using prostitutes and drugs to promote um, the uptake of their of their um, of the products. So, so you you know the stuff that we are talking about is irrelevant compared to that oh, kind of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so so if you and and you know so people from within the industry, when I talk to them, will just look at me like you're just some sort of happy freak <laughs> who doesn't want to buy a fancy car. So move out of the way for the guy that wants to buy a it's, car. Um, it's slightly disturbing that in our profession, because it is still a profession and not, <laughs> not an industry, minute, maybe. apparently, um, that the idea of money being king is very much up there still rather than actually, you know, to me, we are 
first and foremost healthcare professionals. And if you are if you follow that and if you do the right thing for the patient, you are going to earn some money and the money that you earn will be enough and will do you what you want, you know, what you want in yeah. life. But if you're putting that money first um, and turning dentistry into an industry, then yeah, we are we are having gonna have problems ongoing, I think. Yeah. And I stand with the GDC, I would say doesn't happen very often um, in the idea of definitely putting patients before profit obviously there's a balance there's that um, profit versus ethic balance that we talk about quite a lot yeah but if you go over too much to that one side then it's not going to last very long and then there's a spectrum there then the problem is that it is a spectrum so that there isn't a line in the sand mm. and so that's where the difficulty comes because people will stretch they won't stretch it towards ethics you, you don't you don't you don't get you don't criticizing somebody going. No. You're far too ethical. Stop being so ethical, or else I'll send you to the GDC. <clears throat> Although that used to happen, yeah. Because if you were bankrupt, yes, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, very much so. And it's still listening contracts, isn't it? I think B- yeah. BDA contract definitely. So, so if, you know, that's misconduct if you were bankrupt, mm. right? So managing your personal and your business finances actually a professional is a is a professional um, um, imperative, really. But but the um, but what inevitably happens 99.99% of the time is that people push the spectrum too far in the other yeah. direction. And, and so we, ha- we have to somehow be able to say, um, how, how do we define that? How do we fit that to say, you know, hand, hands up if you're all about money or hands up if you're all about patience? And and uh, and everybody goes, oh, you know, I'm, I, I'm about patience, but yeah. then their actions don't reflect that. But... Uh, so there's two major issues I see with that. One is that everyone thinks they're ethical. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. um, I mean, hands up, you know, ask I, an audience, hands up who's unethical. I, th- I, think, I think they think they're ethical enough. Yeah. And the other thing is that you, you don't go from being um, Sean Sellers' ethical dentist to being Sean Sellers' dishonest dentist overnight. No. There's it takes the, you a couple of weeks. It, <laughs> It's what the way that it works generally is you make a few wrong turns mm-hmm. without having that course correction. You you make a wrong decision, but actually it hasn't really affected things, or certainly not in the short term. Not that anyone's really going to find out. And then you make and you can't continue down that road, and then you make another wrong decision, and then you make another, and then six months, a year, two years down the line, you're dishonest. Yeah, gradual, gradual progression or depression is yeah. difficult to see yeah very much so and and um in a recent discussion with some guys um uh, at, at one of our meetings with dentists last night um we we're just talking as a little group and it's just a small group of us and we were chatting about this, this type of stuff it's a great chat actually and and uh, we were talking about how in the olden days we were kind of explaining to one of our younger colleagues about the old fee scale and stuff like that and how but but in the context of how dentistry yeah, developed yeah, yeah. and changed and and I remember going down to Eastbourne to the dental the old dental practice yeah. board as it was then with VT and I remember the men in black coming out um, <laughs> with their glasses on and they were the probity department and I remember them telling us basically that if you I'm paraphrasing here but if you increase on the fee scale if you increase the price of a of a of a, a gold crown by two pounds uh, across the population of dentists claiming it would massively spike the gold mm. crowns because we all think we're unaffected by perverse incentives. Yeah. But we're not They're very, very, and so um, the way we yeah. the way we avoid that is by not being insular and by talking together regularly and by sharing honestly and by it's coming back to this um, point that we've made before about local resolution and a peer review and actually getting 
people together and talking about issues and things that come up. Because if you, if I spot that someone I know and see regularly is just going off track a little bit, they're much more likely to respond to a little tap on the yeah. shoulder from us and go, Look, you probably shouldn't be doing that, Bob. How about, how about we sort of go work through this? Mm-hmm. Rather than six months, two years, and then four or five years down the line, they'll end up in front of the GDC. Yeah. That that's much better, and it's much better if if the first the complaints came to a local group, right? A local group who then would say could say to, to a patient, "Look, honestly, we've looked at this, and it's not that terrible." And the dentist says, "You'll give your money back." And he's sorry. So that's it for our uh, extra update episode of Incisive Decisive. Um, Colin wasn't lying when he said that I'm still trying to edit episode four so that we don't get horrendously sued. Um, That should be out within the next couple of weeks and certainly before Christmas. Until then, if you want to get in touch with us, don't forget you can email us on info at incisivedecisive.com. We're on Twitter at IncisivePod and on Facebook as well. Feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app of choice. Our theme music is by Gallops. Listen to more of them at gallopsgallops.com. Until next time, this was Incisive Decisive.